Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, this is so good. Hey, y'all. Morning, morning, morning. Good morning. Hey, Masa. Hey, Key. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, Nia. Get in here and get started. Come on. My God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. Oof. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, Katina. Thank you for sharing, Katina. You are faithful to share. You are faithful to share. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oof. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It is football day in our house. And even though Judah J most likely will not be able to play today, um, I'm wearing this number. Um, I am that mom at the games. <laughs> Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome. Welcome. Got to get the word started. Hey, Auntie. About to get the word started. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Come on. We, You know how we love to start if this is your first time on the devotional. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. You can drop your... Um, um, name and just tell us this is my first time. It's my first time here. And uh, hey, Jimmy, it's our first time here. Thank you, Sir Phil. This is it, won't be like this tomorrow, just so y'all know. This is um, just because I don't know. Oh, um, so good morning and welcome, 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 welcome. If you're new, share it at the bottom so that we can. Um, Welcome you to our community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> we are a community of believers and we are together Monday through Friday. Um, some of us Saturday, the ladies on the prayer call, just studying the word of God, just like with each other. And we um, welcome you here with us this morning. Um, I cannot wait Um to share the word that I have today. I'm so excited about the word I am. So do me a favor, keep sharing, keep sharing. Come on, let's keep sharing. Let's keep putting the word out here. Um, oh my God, let's just stay focused this morning. Let's pull it on in. Somebody needs you to share the video this morning. Someone does. Somebody needs you to share the video this morning. Someone doesn't even, you think people are watching um, just because you're on? But the engagement comes from the share, right? So do me a favor and share the video this morning and then drop something in the comment that you're grateful for. What are you grateful for this morning? I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for vision. Um, oh my gosh, I'm grateful for coffee. Um, the Lord has just been dealing with me 
when you are in seasons like I'm in, right? There's no perfect season in our life. Um, I've been in a season where it seems like as soon as I get one thing settled, can I just be honest? I get one thing settled or I move along to something else. Or I feel like I got a certain amount of peace in a particular area. Then something else comes up. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Then something comes else comes up or something else happens. And it's just like the the true heart and sustaining, of course, prayer, but the the true heart of worship, worshiping him has been the thing that has been pulling me in, has been the thing that's been sustaining me, has been the thing that's been keeping me. Right. And so this morning I woke up and I'm just like, OK, I'm worshiping. I just hear the Lord say, just worship me. Right. Just worship me. Just worship me. Just worship me. Good morning, Crystal Sean, all the way from Hawaii. Oh, my God. Good morning this morning. Um, I'm telling you, our community is deep. We are not a community that is local based. We span throughout the nation. So thank you for Hawaii being on this morning. Um, so we are just like up this morning, giving God thanks, right? Giving him our reasonable worship. Worship shows up in the form of obedience. Worship um, shows up when we praise him out our mouth. Worship is not denoted by music. <laughs> there is music that worships him, but worship is not denoted by music. Thea Thompson, girl, you my friend. Thea says she is grateful for pumpkin spice coffee creamer. Woo! Pumpkin spice season. Thea, you are my friend. I'm so grateful. Um, and I don't want us to take Josiah just round up. I don't want us to take the little things for granted. Like, come on now. Uh, thank you for pumpkin spice creamer. But just in every season, learning to worship him. I think that's what I'm learning in this season, that when it's not flushed out or it isn't looking the way that we wanted it to look, right? And I trust God. God is faithful. Like, that is my... That's my my tagline um, that God is faithful. Like he is faithful. Like he is faithful. I know him to be faithful, right? I know him to be faithful. And so um, in a season, like reminding ourselves in, in season and out of season just to worship God because the enemy loves to steal our worship. He does. He doesn't want us to worship God. He doesn't want us to trust God. He doesn't want us to obey God. He loves to come in like a flood on our mind to, to make us think that um, that the word of God is not true and that God is not for us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? He does not want us learning more about God line upon line, precept upon precept. He does not want us to hunger and thirst after righteousness, right? And we're going to learn more what it looks like to live in the righteousness of God. That's so important. Um, and so um, we worship him. We bless his name. We praise him. We magnify him. We glorify him. I often just, Lord, thank you. 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 Lord, thank you. 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 Sometimes I don't know what I'm thanking him for. Like I'm not, I'm just thanking him. I'm just reminding and staying in a place of gratitude and gratefulness because something will always come. Woo! Right. Something will always come like something will always come up. There is no way you would have told me. Can I tell y'all something? We were here a year ago, like no joke, in the same space. Both the boys were injured. Both the boys were on crutches. And I just didn't talk about it last season. I did not talk about it last season 
So it comes back again at the beginning of football season. Both the boys are on crutches. Both them play football. Um, both of them have a level of things that they're doing. And we're taking this season with a different kind of grace. We are. We're taking this season with a different kind of grace. We we made a decision. We were not going to murmur and complain. But we also made a decision that we were going to be real, real about the season we were in. When my friends have been showing up saying, do you need help? Can we bring a meal where I would have normally been prideful and been like, no, nope. I'm like, I'm taking all the help and support I can get in this season. I'm taking all the encouragement I can get in this season because I don't know why this season presented itself again in my life. I don't. We always want to mark like we know everything. And the word of God clearly tells us that we will only see in part. Like we will only see in part, we're not going to get this. Thank you, sister. We're not going to get all of this all the time. You're not going to have understanding of what God is doing always. And if anybody always tells you that they know exactly what God is doing and exactly what's going on, they are not because we only see in part. The rest is faith. The rest is where we have to trust God. The rest is where we have to believe God. The rest is where we have to learn to lead him, to let him lead us in the ebbs and the flows of life. And, and, and life has hills and life has valleys, right? Life has hills and life has valleys. And so the one thing that I know to be true is finding myself in a seat of worship, finding myself in a place of worship. I mean, I'm driving. Thank you. 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 I'm eating and I'm thank you. 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 I'm reading and I'm thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm walking, you know, and I have some other things that have been going on with like, just like my other, like I just have had a lot in probably the last two years when I thought like, cause sometimes we think we suffer enough. Come on. Anybody else with me? I'm going to get into this word. Sometimes we think we suffer enough. Sometimes we think we've been through enough, right? And then now let me be real. Hell is real. There is an adversary. There is an enemy. There is who loves to try to throw something at you um, to make you think differently about life and about God. There is an enemy that comes in like a flood. But the games that he plays and the things that he does is more mental than anything. Woo! It's more mental than anything. Like he plays, he loves a mental warfare. He loves to confuse you about your identity. He loves um, to make you think that the word isn't the word and that God is not with you. He loves to place doubt. He loves to push you in a position and a place so that you won't trust God and you won't believe God. He loves to make you think that God isn't sovereign. He loves to make you question God's ability um, or even think that God has inability to help see you through every season, right? But just like Paul found the grace, we find the grace, right? Like just like Paul finds the grace, we got to find the grace. You got to find the grace. You got to tap into the grace you got to understand that you get fresh and brand new mercies daily. Every day. Can we put that in the comments? Every day is a fresh start. Woo, come on. Every day is a fresh start. We, we cannot paralyze ourselves um, to yesterday. Every day is a fresh start. Every day. Can we put that in the comments? Every day is a fresh start. Every day. Every day is a fresh start. Come on. Put that in the comments. Every day is a new beginning. 
every day. Like every day is a fresh start. You get every day is a fresh start. So guess what we're going to stop doing? We're going to stop our worries from yesterday, our issues from yesterday, our problems from yesterday. We're going to start submitting them to the word of God. And reminding our mind, nope, every day is a fresh start. I get a fresh start today. I get a fresh start today, Sharmana. I get a fresh start. Every day is a fresh start. I get a fresh start. I get a fresh start. I get a fresh start. Lord God, and I thank you. I hear you saying, let a fresh wind blow. My God, let a fresh wind blow. Can I just ask God to do that for us this morning? Let a fresh wind blow on us, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on our finances, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on our health, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on our marriages, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on our businesses, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on our children, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on our jobs, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow in our cities, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow in our states, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow, my God, in this nation, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow in Ukraine, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on the president and vice president, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on the Senate and House of Representatives, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow on the Supreme Court justice, Lord God. My God, let a fresh wind blow. Thank you, Lord. And if you didn't know, it is biblical. <laughs> the Bible talks about the winds of God. <laughs> My God. So, Lord God, let a fresh wind blow. Woo! My God, let a fresh wind blow. Woo! Thank you, Lord. The winds of God can blow in quail. <laughs> the winds of God can blow in anything you need. Woo! Lord God, blow it in from the north, from the south from the east and from the west, my God. And anything that has paralyzed us and anything that has kept us from moving and anything that has kept us from being complacent and anything that has hindered us and stood in our way, Lord God, we are asking you to pluck it up, to pull it out, oh my God, to drive it out right now in the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God, Satan, the Lord rebukes you. You do not get to stand in our way. You do not get to hold up our finances. You do not get to hold up our healing. You do not get to hold up our relationships being restored. You do not get to hold up the fresh oil. Oh my God, a fresh oil falling on your children today. A fresh oil, Lord God. My God saying you do not get to stand in our way. You do not get to have our minds. You do not get to have our babies. You do not get to have our marriages. You do not get to have our health. You do not get to have our business. You do not get to have our hopes. We recognize you as the thief, as the accuser of the brethren. And we just drive you out. We cut off all attachment in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over our lives. Depression, you have no authority over our lives. My God, anxiety, you have no authority in our lives. Fear, you have no authority in our lives. Worry, you have no authority in in our lives in the name of Jesus. My God, I feel you, Father. Let a fresh wind blow on your children today. Oh, my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. I feel like I just need to kind of rock back and forth for a second. 
Let a fresh wind blow, Lord God. My God, let a fresh wind blow, Lord God. Can I tell you something? Even dealing with anxiety, um, um, some of you do not know that I manage anxiety. Um, I just manage it without medication. Um, I went to the doctor and they tried to give me some meds and I prayed about it. And I was like, this medicine will not work. This man, I didn't want it to kill my sparkle. I got a sparkle to me. Um, I got a joy to me. I got a um, particular way I like to flow. I got a particular in, um, energy to me. Like, and I'm not talking about this crazy energy. I just got a particular way I work. And I knew the medications that the doctors wanted to give me a few years ago would dull that. It would kill my senses and my sparkles. And I also didn't want to kill it to kill my sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. So I have learned to manage anxiety through prayer, through the word of God. I'm not telling you to take yourself on medicine. I'm not saying medicine don't work for you. I'm not saying that some people need medication, but I have learned to manage anxiety through prayer, through the word of God. Um, so the presence of anxiety still doesn't get to control your life and you don't have to allow it. And I'm just being real. And the anxiety does not have to control your life and you don't have to allow it. You can take a stance. Your stance might be therapy. Your stance might be medicine. But I'm telling you, you're going to have to do something or anxiety will try to take over and ruin your life. It wants you on the edge of absolutely everything. Like it wants you to have, it wants your mind all over the place. It doesn't ever want you to enter the rest of God. Ooh, come on. It doesn't ever want you to enter the rest of God. That's the whole thing behind anxiety so that you will not enter the rest of God. It doesn't want you to enter God's rest. It doesn't want you to trust God. It wants you in a constant, fearful, worried state um, in which you your mind um, doesn't ever enter the rest of God. And we have to enter the rest of God. That's the whole thing about faith, right? So don't, don't think that anxiety gets to overtake your life or that it's impossible um, to still live with some manner of anxiety. I always keep saying it's my thorn in my flesh to live with some that keeps me humble and focus on God, um, to have to live with some man manner of anxiety and that it can't be managed. It can be managed. It is not God's will for you to be in a constant state of anxiousness or you'll never enter his rest that's promised to us in Hebrews. You'll never You'll never walk in the full authority that's been given in you in Christ Jesus. You'll never see yourself um, as you're supposed to see yourself. You'll always, um, you'll always see yourself through anxious eyes. You'll always see yourself um, through worried eyes. You'll always and and you won't receive the promises that's due to you. So I needed to give that testimony this morning. Hopefully that helps someone. So our scripture today, we've got a couple of them. Let's get started. Psalms 103. Let's go to Psalms 103. Um, and this is, I think this is the 13th verse. I can't read some of my writing. That's a shame. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how he are, we are formed and he remembers the dust. Remember, we are in a season of learning who we are in Christ. This is where we are. We are taking back our identity from all misshapen identity, from broken identity. We are taking our identity back. But this time, 
we're getting our identity in Christ, right? When you have a broken or a misshapen identity, you will always come to a place in life where you don't feel satisfied. Woo! You will. You'll always come to a, a place or space in life. You can be doing all these things. You can be accomplishing all these things. You'll never feel satisfied. You can get all the money. You can get all the raises. And you'll come same right back to the same place of where you're not satisfied. And it's because your identity has been misshapen or your identity is broken and your identity isn't really rooted in Christ. I want you to put that in the comments. My identity got to be rooted in Christ. Like my identity got to be rooted in Christ. And we learned yesterday, if you didn't watch yesterday's devotional, oh my God, we learned yesterday, this is not according to a religious system. Woo! My Jesus, this is not according to a religious system. We're not talking about a religious system. We're not talking about works. We're not talking about church. We're talking about the redemptive power of Christ that came to restore us, right? So we, we're working in this now so that our identity is rooted in Christ, not your job, not your title, not your salary, not your, uh, not your, your degrees, not anything. Your identity has to be rooted in Christ. I see myself the way God sees me. Woo! I see myself, Nikki, the way God sees me. I see myself, Casey, the way God sees me. I see myself, Shaquita, the way I've got to begin to see myself the way God sees me and nothing else. And if we will be real, real, there are some things that have come into our life that have tried to hold our value according to a particular system. Well, when value is related to system, I'm getting ready to go. When value is related to system, when value is related to a particular entity or a particular thing, I'm just being real. When value is related to a system, when value is related to marriage, when value is related to parenting, when value is related to any particular system, anything you've tied yourself in, anytime this system shifts, and we learned yesterday that systems are the flesh. Systems are influenced by the flesh. Systems aren't just spirit-led. Systems are influenced by flesh. So anytime the system shifts, anytime flesh comes in, then it will create an instability in us. I'm about to go. Woo! It will create an instability in us. It will begin to make us question whose we are and who we are. So we're back at the table in this season, getting well-rooted, getting well-planted, getting really firm in who we are in Jesus so that as we continue this next chapter in our life, there's not one system that will shake us. Woo! My God. There's not one system that's going to move us. There's not one, one mountain of influence. When something falls, we're not going to be shaken. We're no, and we're not going to relax in our identity either because some of us have relaxed in who we are because of the system. Woo! Wait, putting too much weight on the system, um, finding too much value in the system. So then we relax in our identity in Christ. We relax with God. We're not as intentional with God as, as we should be because we put too much weight and pressure. We're leaning on the, the system, right? So both the boys are on crutches right now. And when Judah was getting his crutches, the lady was talking to him. Woo, come on, come on. Right. The lady was talking to him and she said, I need to adjust your crutches correctly, because if I don't adjust your crutches correctly, what's going to happen is it could impact your nerve endings. Woo, come on. And when your nerve endings are impacted, 
it can make you overly sensitive, right, Julia? It can, it can make you where you're not as sensitive in an area that you're supposed to be. So she said, I don't, I, I need to adjust these crutches so that there is not too much weight in this area where it impacts your nerve endings, Woo! where it impact, where it puts you in a position in a place where it can hurt you later. Well, I'm sharing with you this morning because every system that we're tied to loves for us to become the completely dependent upon it. So it can make us a little less sensitive to the things of God. Woo! I got to go. It wants to make us a little less sensitive to the things of God. It makes it wants us to make us a little less dependent on the things of God. So go back into remember Romans 8, where we says, therefore, is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death, right? Right. But what the law could not do, right? Overcome sin, remove his penalty, being weakened by the flesh, man's nature without the Holy Spirit. God did. He sent his own son in the likeness, right? He condemned the flesh, right? So this is why it's so important that we're learning to live a life by the spirit, right? So that we're not interdependent or dependent upon a system that's making us numb to the things of God. Oh, my God. I'm not going to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and not receive the full benefit of what it means for Jesus Christ to be Lord and Savior in my life. Well, when I'm dependent still on a system that's going to teach me to lean into the flesh, that's going to teach me to lean into my own understanding, I'm going to become desensitized to the things of God and more sensitive to the system. So when the system is up, I'm up. When the system is down, I'm down. Uh, when it ain't working, I ain't working. Woo! But if I ever learn, and I mean really learn, to separate my system, step in the system. The scripture says to be in the world, but not of the world. Oh my God. If I ever learn how to be in this world, but not of this world, we're going to get some things managed and accomplished. And that means when things around are not working, I'm not trusting in that system. I'm not trusting in the world. I'm not trusting. I'm not looking. Can I tell you something? I'm not, I taught this before. I'm not looking for my job to supply my needs. Ooh. I'm not looking for my job to supply my needs because he already told me according to the word, he can supply every last need I have according to his riches and glory. God's hand is not slack. So I'm not going to slave out. I'm not going to enslave myself to a job, right? That can fail me at any moment. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to enslave myself in a job that's going to pull me away from my father. I'm not going to enslave myself to a job that's gonna give me excuses. That may not be the job for me. If it's pulling me to make me more dependent upon them and have less trust for my father, then that's probably a system that I'm leaning into that's making me numb to the word of God, that's making me numb to who my father is. Come on now. Oh my God, we gotta see this. So here we are in Psalms 103, 13, when he says, the Lord knows us, informed us. So the Lord knows us, informed us from the inside out. It is not an outward thing. It is not an outward thing. If you're still looking for it on the outside, it's not an outward thing. God transform us. Once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, right? Power of the Holy Spirit comes in. Then God begins to do a work from the inside out. I have so much to teach. Oh my gosh, I ain't got but a few more minutes. 
So my transformation is happening from the inside out and it might not look like it at first. Woo! It might not look like it as far. It might not look at it, look like it at first. We got to stop trusting our eyes because our eyes will deceive us. We got to stop trusting our eyes because our eyes will deceive us. Your eyes will deceive you. Remember when, um, remember when, um, he went to appoint David as king and he was looking at all, and I'm going to say, fine, y'all know how I am. He's looking at all David's brothers. They was fine, right? That's how I'm going to describe it to you to help you out. They was fine. They were strapping. They were big. They, they looked like a king. Woo! They looked like a king. And so he's looking at every one of them and not one of them are the next king. And, and he's like, wait a minute. Is there a, like, is there another, like, do you, Solomon's like, is there another? And the Lord is telling him, he said, man looks at the outward appearance. Man judges the outward appearance. Man focuses on the outward appearance. But what I'm looking at, I'm looking at your heart. So God is transforming us from the inside out, dealing with your heart. <laughs> he dealing with your heart. He dealing with your heart. He trying to give you spiritual insight, spiritual vision. That's why we've been praying um, Ephesians 1, 18 through 21. Open the eyes of my understanding to the hope of who you called me to be in Christ Jesus. Don't let my eyes deceive me. Come on. Can we put that in the comments this morning? Do not allow my eyes deceive me because we will live in a truth and not the truth. We will live in a truth. And a, so we're asking the Lord, open my eyes so that I can see the me you created me to be. Not any other me, the me you created me to be. Oh my gosh, we out of town. <laughs> Woo! Woo, we out of time. We out of time, we out of time, we out of time. So it's from the inside out first, right? That's the first thing, it's from the inside out. The transformation is not external. So stop being so hard on yourself. My God, you're looking for an outward manifestation when there are things that are happening in the inside of you slowly. There are things that have, when I break this down, my God, over the next few days of what it means when the word divides, oh my God, when for, for Hebrews 4 and 12, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. When I break this down over the next few days, you're going to be like, oh my God, let me let the word of God take its time in me. My God, because it's doing something in me that I don't even know it's doing. Let me pray. Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. Woo! I thank you for reminding us it's from the inside out. Woo! It is not from the outside in. You are transforming us from the inside out. So let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in every last one of us, that we will not be moved by what we see, that we will stay steadfast, that we will have feet like hinds feet, Lord God. My God, stabilize us, Holy Spirit. Stabilize us in the word. Stabilize us in the truth. Lord God, let us walk away from every system, my God, in which we are relying on or being dependent upon that is not like you in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. God is so faithful to us. Oh my God. I thank you for his word. He is transforming us. Every time you share, see, you got to think of this from a place like every time I show up, I'm eating. It's like spiritual food. It's spiritual food. I'm getting the spiritual food. It's getting in on the inside of me. This is not a mental thing. 
This is not a, we try to mental God. It's not a mental thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's not a mental thing. It's not going to show up on the outside first. It's going to do the work from the inside out. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, go on over to the website and you can give there. Partners are how we continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ. Partners are how we feed the streets. Partners are how we support Jew projects. So if you wanted to know what your partnership is doing, it's all over the website. Don't just so go give. Don't ooh, you feel the Lord telling you, give you like, no, no, go, 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 go give over on the website. The second thing is if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, yes, would. Ooh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> I need you to repeat after me. Jesus changed my life. And Jesus didn't make me boring. Actually, Jesus made me more alive. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Jesus didn't make me boring. Jesus made me better. <laughs> Jesus made me more alive. And so I want to offer you the same opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and we're going to send you some resources, and we're going to send you some materials, because I want to continue to disciple you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. 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 But more than anything, God loves you, and we're going to walk in the spiritual truth. We're going to walk in spiritual truth of who we were created to be in Christ Jesus. This is a new season. This a level up, baby. And I promise you, if you stay connected, you're going to get exactly what you need in this season. Not because of LMJ, but because God is doing a greater work. God is doing a bigger thing. God is on the throne. Jesus died for our sins. And the Holy Spirit is leading us exactly where we go. Hey, we still got like two spaces left to Pillow Talk Weekend Edition. So if that's you, go ahead and go on and get it. I love you. God loves you. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. And I'll see y'all back in the morning live at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.